Welcome everyone to another episode of Mindset to Mastery, the podcast. I am Keisha A. Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcome by assisting clients to manage the people, pro- the people side of change. Um, I'm really excited about doing this podcast for a couple of reasons. One, um, it started out as a dare um, and something to challenge myself because I'm always talking to people about how they need to um, push beyond their boundaries and they need to um, look deep within themselves to challenge themselves to do something different and better. Um, in order to move themselves and their organizations forward. And so I can't give out that advice without taking that advice for myself. And so um, this particular episode came as a result of, of some reflection time. And I am a big proponent of taking time to reflect on a regular basis um, about your progress and your goals and, and whether or not what you're doing still resonates with you and, and whether it's something that you actually still believe in doing. Um, I think we all all need to do that self-check on a regular basis. And so today, I want to talk about creating a legacy of leadership. And there are so many podcasts and articles and, and, and resources and websites and programs that all talk about how to become a better leader. And there's this, this age-old debate about, you know, leaders are born, not made. Well, if that's the case, then why do we have everybody talking about how to become a good leader? Um, I do believe that you have some innate qualities that predispose you to being a better leader where it's not going to be as difficult for you. But even people who are naturally born into leadership and naturally have those type of characteristics still need some development. Um, That's another topic for another day. But when you think about creating a legacy... When you, create, when you think about creating something that goes beyond you, that, that, that is sustained and survives in spite of you, um, or long after you're there to, you know, um, to influence it directly, to, to touch it, to, to, um, to nurture it, that's a powerful thing. And with this podcast, Mindset to Mastery, it's about changing your mindset and mastering your success because I believe that success begins and ends in the mind. Everything that you do starts with the way that you think about it and the way that you formulate your your impressions and your perceptions because that guides your actions. And so when we talk about creating a legacy of leadership, I want you to think about your own role as a leader your own belief system as a leader, your own tendencies as a leader. And, you know, we'll talk a bit about, you know, what type of leader are you? Are you transactional? Are you transformational? Are you strategic? You know, there are all these different names, all these different labels that describe the type of leadership that you exert. And I believe that there's never one particular type of leader you are. I think that leadership is made up of a collection of several different um, types um, and different skills and different strategies that work with different people and in different situations. Um, There are times when I'm more transformational in terms of wanting to transform the people that I'm leading or the people that I'm working with so that they become better and they're able to move forward even after I'm not there. That's my, my primary tendency. But there are some situations and some situations 
where I can be transactional, where it's more about me taking the lead, me saying, this is what needs to be done, these are the behaviors that you need to exhibit, and this is what we need to have come out of it, and we don't have the time or the energy or the, the, the construct to be able to be completely transformational in this particular instance. And there's nothing wrong with, with pulling from the grab bag, as you will, um, or the, the collection of resources for leadership. But I wanna talk about what kind of legacy are you creating? What kind of leaders and culture and situations and success and tendencies what are they what's going to exist once you're gone and and nobody ever wants to think about them leaving you know you think hey i'm in this situation or i'm in this position or i'm at this company or i'm on this earth and nobody thinks about what happens after they're not there anymore um you know i had a, a friend of mine who was grappling with taking you know even applying for another position within a company where she was working because she didn't want to leave the people behind in a lurch. She didn't want to say, you know what, I've, I've done so much and, and, I'm in, and, and they're really not ready and I really don't want to leave them behind. And I, and I challenged her on that, not because she was being altruistic and she wanted to make sure that they were taken care of, but I challenged her on that because I said, if you've developed a culture and a legacy of leadership, you should be able to move on and to move up. And the people that you've left behind should be fine. They should have been equipped with the ability to think independently and think strategically and plan systematically and implement um, you know, mindfully. They should have been brought up. They should have been challenged to tap into their own leadership potential and understand their own ways of thinking and to be able to problem solve and solution design. They should be able to make decisions on their own without relying on you. They should be able to handle challenges without you being the one that they run to. So if you're in a situation where you're worried about what's gonna happen to the people you leave behind, what type of legacy of leadership have you really created? If you are in a situation where you are leading a team or you're in charge of a division or you're leading a company, if you worry about how the people are going to fare once you leave, what type of legacy of leadership have you created? When you focus on your legacy, you have extended your influence beyond your reach and your time. There's a ripple effect because you're laying a foundation of what needs to happen and how people need to respond and, and how people need to be and, and what gifts and talents and abilities of theirs are being stretched and, and watered and developed that goes beyond just you being there to handle everything. When you are creating a legacy of leadership, you're measured not by the caliber of what you do while you're there, but by the caliber of the leaders that you develop once you're gone. If you're focused on creating a legacy of leadership, you have a broader impact on society and your organization as a whole. Not because this is expressly you know, 
shared in your daily memo and, and, and your mantra and telling people that, hey, you are definitely going, this, this extends beyond you and beyond us and beyond this department and beyond this team. No, you have that broader impact and that ripple effect on society outside of your team, outside of your organization, because you are cultivating leadership and you are helping the people that are working with you to become better leaders overall. Good leadership extends beyond the situation. Good leadership extends beyond your team, beyond your company, beyond your organization. When people become better leaders, they become better leaders in all aspects of their lives. They become better leaders within their family. They become better leaders within their community. They become better leaders within the dynamic of every aspect of what they touch. When you are focused on creating a legacy of leadership, the focus is not on chasing material success, but on positioning yourself for a life of significance. It goes beyond you. It goes beyond the task at hand. It goes beyond the objectives that you're trying to reach or the outcomes that you're trying to facilitate. It goes beyond that to looking at the people that you're working with. In order to create a legacy of leadership, you have to cultivate a culture of leadership. And, and I'm gonna go over five steps that I want you to think about when you are thinking about how you move as a leader and how, what type of effect and impact that you have as a leader. First of all, and, and here are the five steps and then I, I wanna go back and kind of talk on each one. First of all, you need to define leadership. Not a traditional definition that you get from Merriam-Webster, but defining leadership as it looks and as it breathes and as it works and as it exists within the culture of your organization. Defining what it looks like, what it means. Secondly, you need to teach leadership. Leadership can be absorbed by people watching and observing what you do and being around you and picking up clues, but you need to take advantage of those teachable moments and actually teach leadership. Third, you need to practice leadership. People have to practice the things that they're learning in order for them to, to change the way that they've always done things. Things have to become a new normal. There's gonna be some discomfort from that. Four, you need to coach leadership. Feedback is crucial. You have to be able to tell people how they're doing and what they're doing and give them tips and strategies and, and, and ways of improving. And fifth, and finally, you need to reward leadership. Not everybody is going to be able to sustain their drive and their momentum and keep doing things that are difficult for them without seeing some reward. So with all of that, defining leadership, teaching leadership, practicing leadership, coaching leadership, and rewarding leadership, when you look at those five things and you put them together and you practice them systematically and you practice them strategically and you practice them consistently, now you're talking about creating a legacy. Now you're talking about moving beyond just you and the here and now to creating something that is going to exist long after you're gone. So let's look at each one of these five steps in turn, okay? 
and this is kind of a crash course on 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 leadership and, and how to become a better leader and how to cultivate um, additional leaders within your organization. So I want you to take notes on this or save this podcast or download it so that you can refer to it later. Share it with your colleagues or with other people that you're working with so that you can help them to become better. So let's take each one in turn. Number one, define leadership. I know what you're thinking. Keisha, everybody knows what leadership is. I don't need to define what leadership is. Everybody knows the leader's the one that's in front. They're the one that's, on, that's giving all the directions and the orders, and they are moving people forward. Well, believe it or not, there are aspects where other people really don't understand what leadership is. They don't understand what the leadership looks like within your organization. Some people have their quiet leaders. They are leaders that are not in front. They are leaders that are more, um, more inclusive. Um, they are leaders that feel like, hey, it's better for me to leave, lead from within the group or from in the back of the room instead of being in the front of the room. You need to define what leadership looks like in your organization, in your culture, in your group. You need to define what's important about it. You need to, under, you need to define what characteristics are integral to it. You need to define what it looks like. Because unless you define leadership, then you're leaving it up to other people to define it for themselves. And their definition is based on experience, is based on, on what they've gleaned from interacting with other people. It's based on what they think they know, which may not always be what aligns with what you know or want them to know. So define it, be explicit about it. Don't leave it up to chance and don't leave it up to them trying to figure it out on their own. So that's number one. Have a clear definition of what leadership looks like in your organization. Have a clear definition of what leadership expectations there are in your organization. Have a clear definition of what leadership sounds like and how it moves and what it values. Have a clear definition of what it is. Not just position, because anybody can get a position or a promotion, but that doesn't mean that you are ready to actually walk in that role and exhibit the qualities of leadership that are expected and that are demanded and that the role requires. So number one, be explicit, define leadership. Number two, you have to teach leadership. And I understand that a lot of people feel that I don't need to be taught this. You know, I'm in my 50s, I'm in my 40s, I'm in my 60s, I've been doing this for 25 years, I've been around for 15 years, I've been here for five, I've been in charge of things my whole life. That doesn't mean you know how to lead. That doesn't mean that you understand the nuances of what it means and what it takes to be an effective leader. You wouldn't have people like John Maxwell who have, has been around for 20 years and who's still teaching about the fundamentals of leadership if we didn't need to teach it. You wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you didn't want to learn more about it because leadership is a fluid concept. Even though there are tried and true strategies and, and characteristics, our world is changing so quickly and so fast that leadership shows up differently in different situations. Leadership shows up differently with different generations based on the requirements and, and the things that we're dealing with in society. 
leadership shows up differently during different challenges. So teach leadership. Use opportunities as teachable moments. Being able to show people and to pull them aside and point out instances where, hey, you could have done this better, or hey, you did this great, or hey, this is why I made the decision that I did. You want to teach this. Be it, most of the time it's explicit. You want to teach leadership. Because if you don't work on making sure that you're teaching the people that you're working with, then you're not creating a legacy. You're not creating something that's going to exist beyond you and, and once you're gone, because people look at you and think that what you do is just because of who you are. They don't look at what you do as something that they can learn. So be open to teaching them about the things that you do, about the, re the reasons you make the decisions that you make, the reasons why you interact with people the way you do. And if you cannot teach someone the way that you think and why that you think and how that you think, then maybe you need to do some reflection and start thinking about the way that you're thinking. Employ some metacognition. Do some reflection. Yes, there are things that naturally come to us, but we also have to look at the things that we can teach and impart to others by examining the things that come natural to us. So number one, define leadership. Number two, teach leadership. Number three, practice leadership. Everyone who is put in a leadership position and in a leadership role is not going to do everything exactly right. Let me repeat that. Everyone who is put into a leadership role or asked to take on a leadership position is not going to do everything exactly right. Leadership takes practice you are going to quote unquote fail. I hate when people, when people call learning and trying new things failing because failing is what happens when you ultimately decide you're not gonna try anymore and you're not gonna make any tweaks and, and you're just going to, it's not gonna work. But the process of learning is not failing. When we teach babies how to walk and they first start to crawl and they first start to speak and they mispronounce words or they fall down or their, their balance is off and they're wobbly, we don't say, oh, you failed at talking, so don't talk anymore, or you failed at walking, so stay you know, in a, in, a, in a stroller your whole life. We don't do that. People learn by doing things and trying things and it's not working. They learn by practice. So maybe instead of saying that you're failing, maybe say you're practicing. You're trying this out for, for size. You're trying this out to see how it works for you. You're trying this out and getting feedback and figuring out how to be better. You're trying this out. You're practicing. You're becoming better. You're working on your craft. So people have to be pushed into other situations where they're going to have to be a different type of leader in a different situation. They're going to need to lead in different areas. Don't have someone that's always been doing the same thing and working with the same types of people and, and trying to address the same type of issues and only keep them in that one place. Leadership extends beyond the here and now. It extends beyond this specific individualized circumstance. So you need to practice leadership. 
in different scenarios. You need to put yourself into different situations that are going to be uncomfortable. Because in order to become a better leader, you have to practice leadership. In order to become a better leader, you need to practice leadership. Going to a workshop, taking a class, and saying, now I have arrived, is not the way this works. So you need to try things on for size. Fourth, you need to coach leadership. Coaching is about giving people feedback. It is about giving them insight. It is about talking to them about the reasons why they they made the decisions that they made and took the actions that they made. It's about discussing with them the options and the possibilities and the potential of what they could have done and how this could have worked. It's about giving them that crucial critique, not criticisms, but critique and feedback and suggestions. It's about cultivating and growing and and helping them to learn as they practice. You cannot put people in a position and leave them and say, here's everything you need to know, now go. That's trial by fire that's, you know, dumping them in and, and having a sink or swim attitude. Leadership has to be coached. It has to be developed. It has to be something that people look at as this is another way for me to grow. This is another way for me to, um, to try something new. And they know that they're not going to be left out there by themselves to figure it out. So if you want to cultivate and create a legacy of leadership, you need to coach leadership within the people on your team and within your organizations. And finally, and this is really overlooked, you need to reward leadership. Recognize people for the things that they're doing where they're striking out into um, territory that's new to them. Recognize them for achievements. Recognize them for success. Recognize them for reaching milestones. Recognize them for trying. And I'm not saying that everybody gets a participation award, everybody gets you know a pat on the back, everybody gets a bonus or a certificate, but find those things where they have they have exhibited, opportun- you know examples of, of opportunities where they've gone above and beyond, and they've and they've achieved something, and reward them for it. And that reward can just be a kind word. It can just be encouragement. It can be recognition for a job well done. People who are not poured into, meaning that they don't receive feedback, they are not celebrated, they are not encouraged, they become depleted. And leading is not easy. And if you want to create a culture and a legacy of leadership that goes beyond you, you need to set up a culture where people are rewarded for their hard work, where they are recognized for the things that they do where they receive some type of feedback that is, that is positive, that will give them the wherewithal to continue. So if you want to create a legacy of leadership, which as a leader, you should be looking beyond you, this team, this organization, this division, this company, this, this nonprofit, this community agency, wherever it is that you are leading, this is not yours. It is not because of you. It is not going to exist if you don't leave and if something happens to you. You want to be remembered as a great leader. You want people to look up to you and to love you and and to follow you, yes. But more importantly, 
You want to create something that is going to extend beyond you. You want a legacy of leadership where the people who work with you and the per- people who work for you and the people who stand alongside you and are impacted and influenced by you are better because you have passed this way. You want them to feel better about their abilities. You want them to feel more confident in trying new things. You want them to be able to look at your example, but more importantly, to be able to ingrain and internalize the things that you have taught them and shown them, not just by your actions and the way that you moved in the world, but by the ways in which you explicitly taught them, the ways in which you supported them, the ways in which you coached them, and the ways in which you rewarded them for what they're doing. Creating and cultivating a legacy of leadership takes work. It extends beyond everybody that you're, that you're touching to the society as a whole. It's not just about succession planning. So, so let me make sure that I have you understand. Creating a culture and a legacy of leadership is not just about crafting or, um, or, or priming the person that's going to come after you to take on your role. This is about creating a culture where everybody recognizes the ability and the potential that they have to lead. It is creating a culture where everyone takes on the responsibility of understanding that they all lead. Whether it's in small ways, they don't have to have the title but they have to realize that it goes beyond them. Creating a culture of leadership and a legacy of leadership develops the foundation for growth. It develops the foundation for success. It develops a foundation for significance. It moves the conversation from being just about you and and what you do to being about everyone that you touch and how can we make an impact beyond what we are doing and who we are talking to at this moment. So I want you to think about it. As you move throughout your day, as you, you know, work with, with people at your job or, or within your teams or within your organizations, what is it that I'm doing that's helping to create a culture and a legacy of leadership? What type of leaders am I leaving behind when I leave? How is my presence and my influence and my impact, how is that having a ripple effect on the people around me? How is that going to be seen and how is that going to show up in the organizations after I'm gone? So I want you to think about that and I want you to think about how you move about your day and how you move about your interactions with people. And I want you to, to, to be more mindful of making sure that you're defining leadership, you're teaching leadership, you're practicing leadership, you're coaching leadership, and you're rewarding leadership with your teams, with your organizations, with your, with your, your companies as a whole. Reach out to me and let me know how this episode has impacted you, whether or not it is something that you agree with, whether it's something that has resonated with you, share it um, by all means with your, um, with your colleagues. You can find us syndicated on Mile High Radio. That's milehiradio.com. We are also on my website at carsgroup.com. That's K-A-R-S group. 
iHeartRadio.com. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Speaker, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and a host of other platforms. I do this because I want to leave a legacy. I want to impart what I know to others so that it can have a ripple effect and it can help others to become better. I do this because at my core, I am an educator. I do this because I believe in the power of knowledge and of taking static information and applying it in ways that are meaningful and impactful and that move beyond the here and now. I do this because I believe in the power of potential. I do this because I believe that people are inherently primed to become their best selves. I do this because I believe in the power of you. Until next time, make it a great one.